0: Hi, it's Malaysia. It's 3.30 a.m. on April 23rd, 2022 And today, well, first, I apologize for those who have been listening And have been waiting for a second one However, I, I usually do these and will only do these when, um When God wants me to. Or I feel like he um, has a message for me to share. So it's not something. I won't say. That there's going to be a particular time frame. Even though I would like for there to be one. But. The only thing I can say. Is he said it'll be up when it's up. So. That's just that. But I will still try to have one at least once a week um, this is a topic that I've been itching to talk about since the last podcast, and this is this is really about choice this is about choice it's 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 a fundamental thing in our nature, and it's a it's the number one thing like that that decides what we do and where we go in our life. It, it's the choices that we choose. It's the choices that make us who we are. And it's really the choice that we choose that will lead us in which direction we're going to go whether it be one with God or one without, because there is no there is no in-between. There is no lukewarmness with God. The first thing is a question that I've been hearing, and this is God's podcast, so whatever I'm saying that's on my mind, It's on his mind, too, because these are things that's always on my mind. God is always on my mind. And yeah, this is my mind and his. (laughs) But the, the, the number one question that I've been hearing is. It's it's why does God let good things? Well, I'm not tremendous. But I sure said it wrong. But is why does God let bad things happen to good people? First, I'm trying to figure out why does anyone assume that they are a good person? Because only God knows that. And if you're here on this planet, then on this earth then you can be good, but you, you can't say that you're a good person. So if bad things happen to you, if you were good, it's not necessarily because you are good. It's just because bad things just happen. Um, and it's either the choices we make or the choices that other people make that, that leads to our pain and suffering. However, none of that None of that is orchestrated by God. However, he allows it to happen because that's just how it should be. No questions. Um, Yeah, and so when people ask, why do bad things happen to good people? It's usually, why did this bad thing happen to this person who I'm assuming is good? And what happened to them hurt me. Because it's never, when you think about it, this it always happens when, when people pass away. It always happens when people pass away. And, and people always say, why did this good person have to die? But they aren't the ones dead and and so it's kind of like you can choose to hold on to the pain it's it's not that you won't be in pain or that you shouldn't be in pain or you shouldn't feel suffering it's 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 a choice you're making to feel that way and to stay that way you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't want to stay in that pain but, however, a lot of people do, and, and it's really not their fault. It's not their fault, and it is at the same time because it all goes down to choice. So right now I'm supposed to share something about myself. Okay, so um, when my brother passed away, I have an older brother, and he passed away and i could have chosen to sit in my pain and 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 never grow from it i could have chosen to allow his death to be not in vain but my brother always wanted me to be successful educated smart just be someone and and so it came down to where do I want to choose to be in the pain I'm in or do I want to choose to do better for myself so that I can make him proud? Because I am the one still here. I am the one still here. And so pain in our nature, pain... For some of us, it's addicting. A lot of us like pain. A lot of us, um, it's what allows us to feel something. But love and love can really overcome that pain. And because I love my brother, I wasn't going to sit in pain. He did not want me to do that. Because I love him, I'm going to choose to do better for myself. So that I could be someone that he actually wants to be proud of. So that I could do it for myself, too. Because I love myself as well. And so, back to... um, back to why why God allows pain and suffering it all goes back to the beginning of time it all goes back to a choice between good and evil and unfortunately evil was the choice that we chose and that that cursed humanity from from then and it and it's going to be a curse until the end however that curse can be broken for individuals who believe in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ did break that curse but for it to be broken for you you have to believe that he broke it for you otherwise it's still broken for you, but you will have to make the choice to want to believe that that someone loved you so much, that God loved you so much to come here and and endure all this pain and temptation to save you. You have to want to make the choice to to thank him for that. You have to want to make the choice to thank him for that. And, And making that choice is what can help you through this pain. Through the pain that all of us go through. God, because of that nature, and because of who or what evil is controlling this earth right now because of that it's not that God can't change it but God wouldn't be God if, if we didn't have a choice God wouldn't be God if we didn't have a choice so it's not that he can't change it it's just he's God It's really, it's really, no, it's just, it's just, he's not going to change it, and he can't change it, because he wouldn't be God if he did, um... When we're confronted with something, there is always two routes to go. There is what we want and why we want it because it's satisfying. And then there is what's best for us, regardless of if we want it or not. And because of our our sinful nature and the temptation of the devil, it it has naturally separated us from the voice of God. However, it's not hard to hear them. But however, at the same time, uh, that temptation and that I got to have it because... It's what I want voice is what we always hear. And and listening to a voice that isn't God is what is what leads you to to the pain and suffering. And it can even other people's choices of not listening to God can lead you to pain and suffering. So it's it's never it's never God. It's it's always us. And it's always someone else who didn't choose to listen to the voice of God. And that that impacts us. However, if you go through pain and suffering, or are being inflicted with it, God and Jesus, they've defeated pain, suffering, death, And so because there is no lukewarm, there is no between, they're the only ones who can really bring you through that and help you through that. What I'm trying to explain is you can live a life making choices that only satisfy you in the moment or you can make a choice to to have better for yourself and and be taken care of and protected by the one who knows each and every choice that all of us make all of us are going to make and and so it's like well, when you choose God to go through that pain and suffering someone who already knows what's going to happen to you, someone who already who already knows what someone else is thinking about doing to you or what could happen to you even on an accident, being with God through that, he can take the pain away. Like, he can take it away. But again, it comes down to a choice where, where we have to choose him. Where we have to choose him. If you stay here long enough. Or if you listen close enough. You'll hear what I'm saying. And if you know me. And you stay here long enough. You'll understand that. I'm just going to be all over the place. But I'm going to get my points across. Anyway. the next thing in addition to making those choices is it's another question if it's a question about free will and it's a question about If God loves us... Why do these bad things happen? And if God is God... Why doesn't he just make... Everyone... Believe? From the beginning of time... God gave us free will and choice not just because it was the right thing to do but it was because he loved us he loves us and he gave us choice because he wants us to love him the same so if we weren't to have free will or choice we would we would just be We wouldn't be happy. Who's happy with a choice that they didn't make? It's just you can make a choice to be in pain, or you can make a choice to not be in pain. There is no lukewarm. There really is no lukewarm. It's it's like it's like you believe all the way or you don't. You can't be you can't be lukewarm about God. And a lot of people are lukewarm. And just as we just as much as we want someone to be sure of us, which God is very sure of all of us, he wants us to be sure about him. Because God isn't just God isn't just someone that 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 wants to be in control. He isn't someone that that wants to control us and make us do anything or or uh, do things that we don't want to do, because he's not gonna—he's not gonna intercede in our choices. He's gonna try to lean us towards the right one, but in the end, it, it really is—is up to us. In the end, God—he made us in His image and in His likeness, which means we love to be loved, we love to be happy, we love to be acknowledged. We love to be taken care of even. And because of those things, you can only assume, and if you know God, you know that that he loves to be loved too. He loves to be respected. And when you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, he loves to be protected and taken care of in your body. when you choose God in this world of natural pain and suffering it's like this is everything is his this is this is his world everything is his and so there's no question there's no question in him about why things are the way they are but what i will say is that when you choose God in this world of natural pain and suffering, it's like, just as Jesus was, just as Jesus defeated death and sin, we are literally, when we choose Jesus as our savior and accept him as our savior, we are at the same time crucified and resurrected with him on the cross. And so, when you become born again and and freed from the shackles of death and pain and suffering and in a spirit sense resurrected, it's like you get to live the life that that God had intended for you now, because of the choices we made. And because there is pain and suffering, it's no doubt that you that you won't go through any of that. Like you will go through those things. However, honestly, <clears throat> I'm supposed to talk about my experience too. <laughs> With God, um, for these past month for this past month and a half after i uh after i really stepped into who i am as his child as someone who came from like it's my life so to me it's the worst pain and suffering and and it can be that way for for each of us like all of all of our feelings are valid everything. All of us go through pain, suffering, and hurt um, in our own ways. So there's no way worse than the other. However, because we're the ones who live our lives, of course, we can only speak on our own experiences and not have anything to say about what someone else has gone through. But because I've gone through those things, there's a lot of things that that traumatize me and, and really damage my soul To the point where the only thing I knew was pain and suffering. Either that, or I knew what to do to make myself not feel that way. But only for a moment. Only for a moment. However, with God, and it just still amazes me. Everything I've been through. I don't even think about it anymore. I'm not affected by it. It doesn't hurt. I'm sad, but I'm not angry. I'm not resentful. I'm not suffering and I'm not in pain. I've never felt more happy and more alive in, like, my entire life. Because when you choose God, (laughs) when you choose God, you become alive. So it's like if you don't have God, you don't even know what it's like to really live because you aren't alive. You are you are under the the weight of death. You are you're trying to beat time. You're 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 trying to. You are giving yourself an extension. I'm not trimming it, but I said the wrong thing. It's like... I meant to say an expiration date. You're giving yourself an expiration date. You're giving yourself a time limit to do everything. So you're moving so fast. You're moving so fast. And and it's like with God, you know even after you pass away you're you're literally not going to die because you're not under the shackles of death like i ain't saying i want to die now but if i had to die anyway it does not even matter to me it does not even matter because i know that i'm going to be with god and and a lot of people a lot of people they say, Oh, I'm 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 gonna to get to heaven, I'm gonna to get to heaven and all of this stuff. But to really know that you're going to heaven it's, it's more than just saying you're going to heaven. It's knowing that it's knowing that nothing in this world you're free. That's it. Once you choose God, you're free. Just free. Like, people, people are walking in a path without God. It's so sad. It's so sad, but when you do walk with him, you can see the You can see how trapped everyone is. And when you really understand, that's why I say it's not their fault. Because I really, really understand a lot of things. And so even though we have a choice, even though we have a choice, yeah. Yeah. Even though we have a choice, it's still not their fault it's It's so deep and it's so crazy and and i I'll, I'll get into it eventually in this podcast, but yeah, he's telling me I'm drifting off, and this is not what I'm supposed to be talking about yet but um but uh yeah, it's like living living a life without God it's literally being trapped like before i really accepted god and jesus as my savior i literally felt like wake up school go home wake up school go home wake up school go home Wake up school, go home. Wake up school, go home. It's just a never-ending cycle. Never-ending cycle that just went on and on and on to the point where I would have rather died. And I wanted to. I would have rather died. But it's like, God just knocked me upside my head told me I was his child. And and now it's still wake up, go to school and go home, but now it's now it's wake up, be loved, be confident, praise, worship the one who saved me, work according to his will, change other people's lives and it's all, even restoring my own soul and, and making my own spirit stronger for him. is more than just wake up, go to school, go home. It's It's like you learn so much more. You get to see so much more. And it's like, it's like, you know, now that because you're going to heaven, you know that your life is now a journey. I compare my life the other day to a a uh, a board game where I'm in the peace and God is moving me. There was a beginning and there is an end. And God is moving my peace on that board to the end. Before I just felt like, I felt like one of those little plastic games with the small little silver ball in it, the maze. And it's just like, you cannot figure out how to get out. And it just gets so stressful that you just want to throw the game and you don't even want to play no more. That's exactly how I felt. But now I feel like... Literally a board game with the beginning and the end. And each space each space every day I learn something new I see something new I see so many great things and he allows me to do so many great things so many things that so many things that I didn't even know or believe was possible so many things that you only read in the Bible so many things so many things so many things so many things but it's like it's like you can only have it if you choose to. He wants to give it to all of us. He wants to. He really does. But we have to choose it. We have to accept it. He loves us that much that he wants us to choose it. Because he knows that if he were to force it on us then it wouldn't be love it would be him forcing it on us a father who loves his child is patient and kind and sweet and he gives you a choice and he also gives you guidance and a lot of people think there aren't room there isn't room for mistakes that's another thing he wants me to talk about people think people think it it isn't room for mistakes. he knows he knows that we're gonna mess up because of because of the choice that was made from the beginning that cursed us he knows he knows that we're gonna mess up, but it's it's like it's like messing up. Okay. On a path without God. I will make choices that I think are best for me because it's what I want. And it really does nothing but, but lead to more decision making, more confusion, more hurt. But accepting that I have a savior. It's like. I've allowed the Holy Spirit in me who can now guide me to make the right choices and the right decisions. I will mess up, but I have a Savior and I have a Father who's already forgiven me. I have a Savior that I accept for my mistakes because he too knows that I will make mistakes. But knowing that, knowing that he loves me, he loves all of us, it's like, he said, there is nothing, nothing that can separate us from his love. And so as long as we choose him, he said, as long as you choose me. As long as you choose me, there is nothing you can't accomplish. As long as you choose me, I will always guide you. I will never leave you or forsake you. As long as you choose me, I promise to always love you. As long as you choose me, I promise to always lift you up and pull you out. As long as you choose Me. Those are his words. That's what he just said. Through me. As long as we choose him. I really wish I could describe. (laughs) How this podcast is going to be but because I am who I am it's like I don't know <laughs> this is my mind all out loud. my mind is all over the place but it's all over the place it's all over the place but it's like and and the good thing is is oh my goodness it's not all over the place about things that I can't control it's not all over the place about how much pain I'm in it's all over the place about how much I know how much I realize how much I've learned it's all over the place about who I really am yeah yeah I've been, um, I could never sleep. I think the last time I was able to sleep, I probably, the last time I was able to sleep, I can't even remember. Every night for what feels like my entire life, what was my entire life, I always went to sleep worrying about tomorrow or next year or when I'm 30, worrying about what I said earlier, what I did yesterday, what I did 10 years ago. Worrying about who I'm not. Worrying about trying not to be someone I don't want to become. Worrying about thinking about everything. My mind was so loud and so cluttered and so heavy. Like I said, I would have rather just died. And I'm not someone who talks a lot or say a lot of things like pertaining to certain subjects. Everything is in my mind. Everything is in my head. And and that used to be very bad for me. And but because I stopped trying to make choices on what I thought was best for me, I started to choose the person who I know knows me, who I know knows was best for me, who's going to make everything work out for my good. When I chose God, I don't, it's like, <laughs> I've never known that I could sleep so well I'm ready to cry just thinking about it. I actually did the other day. Like, I used to, I used to smoke heavily just to put myself to sleep. I used to stay up all night worrying on social media. Just anything to drown out what I'm thinking or how I'm feeling. Now when I stay up all night, it's because I'm praying or I'm talking to my father or I'm reading. But when it's time to sleep, I can sleep. I can breathe. I can wake up and not feel. I can actually wake up. I'm not dragging myself out of bed. I can actually wake up and start my day fresh with a new mind. For today has its own worries and tomorrow has theirs. Jesus. I can finally sleep. I'm supposed to talk about blessings now, my blessings. Those are one of my blessings. I never... um, I never grew up wanting anything. Because, I mean, like, I always knew I couldn't have everything I wanted. So I kind of just got detached from wanting everything. I've always been focused on the things I need. However, there were things about myself and my soul that needed fixing, that needed changing things that I wanted to be different I wanted to live through my heart I wanted to be able to love people I wanted to be able to smile at people I wanted to be able to sleep I wanted to be able to look at myself in the mirror and know that I am beautiful and I'm also more than my body I wanted all of those things and those are my blessings because I have them. Like, I can do those things. And and blessings don't always come in forms of materialistic things. Blessings from God are blessings you didn't even know you wanted. Blessings you never even thought of. But it all comes back to a choice. It all comes back to a choice. He's telling me to tell y'all how I was stressing about what I'm going to say on this podcast. And then I knew better than to think about what I'm going to say because he's going to help me say what I need to say help me be authentic because I wouldn't be authentic if I was thinking about what I had to say I would do what I just did and just hop on here and start talking because that's that's me that's what I want to do like he knows that so thank you choice And through all of this, someone is wondering, well, how can I make this choice? How can I make that choice? How can I choose God? You can choose God. You can choose God even before you read a Bible. I'm going to tell you how. Think of something. Put yourself in. Your shoes. As you were. Well. Yeah. Picture yourself as being the child you used to be. And. And wanting something. Let's say. Chocolate. As a matter of fact. You're in the store and you want to steal the chocolate because you want it so bad. Nothing never tastes good like it does when you steal it. (laughs) But put yourself in that position. And right now, you, you know your motives are... Your motives are to get the chocolate... You don't have no money for it, but you want the chocolate. You want the chocolate. Now, it's very easy, but you have to want to do it. Now, while you're thinking about this chocolate that you really want with no money, you're thinking about what you can do to get it. You're trying to come up with a plan of what you're going to do to take it and how good it's going to be when you get it. That's what you're thinking. How am I going to take this chocolate? Looking around like no one's looking. God sees you. God sees you. But you're looking around, thinking no one's watching. And you want that chocolate so bad, you just gonna run up and grab it. You gonna run off. You gonna run off. And you're gonna enjoy that chocolate. Now, see, I always think I'm gonna say something, but he be having other plans. Cause this is not the story that I was gonna tell. This is the story he gonna tell. So you get that chocolate. You eating that chocolate. And now it's time for you to leave the store. You go home. In a car ride. Thinking about how good that chocolate was. And that. That's when you start to hear him even louder. Because you didn't choose him. You chose to listen to one that chocolate. But I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to get back to that. Back to that. He told me not to drift off. So you in the car, and now you're getting this nudging feeling. I really just stole that chocolate. I didn't have to take that. I didn't even need it. I didn't need it. I've had chocolate before. I know how it tastes. I didn't have to steal it. What if I had gotten caught? What if I had gotten in trouble? What if someone was watching me? And then you get home and and you sitting trying to eat through dinner and you go in your room you still thinking about that chocolate that chocolate that you just stole from the store and you just thinking I really just took that chocolate I really did that I didn't have to do that and then you got this other one that's trying to convince you. Well, it's only chocolate. It did taste good. I don't think anyone saw me. Maybe I shouldn't worry about it. And most of us, because that's what we want to hear, we'll listen to that one. But we'll push the other one off, further and further away. Now let's go back to the store. You're at the store and you see this chocolate. And you want this chocolate so good. So bad. And before you steal the chocolate, those those thoughts of mm, someone might see me. I really don't need it. Those same thoughts. The same ones you pushed away by the time you got to the car. By the time you got by yourself at night. The same ones you pushed away. They're the same ones who were there when you first was going to steal. The same one you didn't choose to listen to. The same one who if you had followed it, you wouldn't wouldn't be thinking about it. You wouldn't be thinking about it you feel better knowing that you didn't take it. And what's so great what's so great about God is that well first I tell you is that the voice telling you that you could get caught you didn't have to take it that's God. He isn't yelling at you calling you a dummy calling you stupid for taking it. He's talking to you and trying to get you to understand why you made the choice you made and letting you know that you had another not you had another option. But the good thing about God is that even when you don't choose him, he never leaves you. Because in every decision you have to make, you have that voice. You have the voice that knows what's best. That knows what's best. Not the voice that you think is, what be- is what's best or what you think is pleasing. That voice is never gonna leave you. And, and every time you choose that voice, the louder it gets the louder it gets and the more more you can identify and choose that good voice and to do that you don't have to read a bible anytime you choose that voice you choose God and anytime you choose his voice you get closer to him whether you know it or not cause one day you'll find him I'm a witness to that. I used to be that kid in a store, still in Tootsie Rolls and bubblegum and lip gloss and jewelry because I thought I had to have it. But I didn't like how I felt. I got a beaten, but that's not what hurt. What was really on my mind and what really hurt was the fact that I took something that didn't belong to me and the fact that I didn't need it. Because my beating was just consequences that those are the consequences I had to suffer suffer through. But the worst one was knowing that I had stolen. And that's not even it. Like I I, I was a bad kid. However, it came a point where I didn't want to feel that way. So I started to listen to the other voice. You don't need that, don't do it. Don't do it, you don't need that. You have what you need, you have everything you need already. I started listening to that voice and that voice got louder and louder and louder. And then that's just the voice that I always try to listen to now because it's the one that I hear the most. And I would say I feel like, but I know it's why I am who I am now. Because I've always wanted to choose that good voice. Because it's the one that made me feel better. It's really the one that made me feel better. Not better in the moment. Not better for the things around me. Not better for my body, but better for my heart. Better for my soul. I could walk around and say that I wasn't a thief, that I didn't cheat or lie or steal. Well, not as much. I'll say that, because then I'd be lying if I didn't. I would say that. The more I chose that voice, the more stealing and lying and cheating just didn't sit right with me. And then the older I got, now I can say that I no longer do those things because they don't make me feel good. But before I actually really chose God and only listened to those voices, I was still tempted to to, to cheat still and lie. But the more I chose him, the more... The more I didn't have to do those things, the more I knew I didn't have to do those things. And when you really choose God and accept Him, all sin, all sin, it's disgusting. It really is. It really is. It's this word. Because I always be ready to say I hate Satan or something. But I don't hate him. The word is enmity or something like that. E-N-M-I-T-Y or something. But I be like enmity. Because I know what I'm saying when I say it, God know what I'm saying when I say it, but that's also that's that's just it's like a strong dislike or despise or thing because yeah you you can't you can't um you can't let people make you use i don't know all I know is is that. The devil definitely was not going to be the one to make me want to hate somebody. I'd rather just enmity you. But I'm not about to have hate in my heart because that only hurts me. That only hurts me. But, yeah. I fell off a little bit. Mm. But... God is that voice, the good choices that knows what's best for you, the ones that your flesh naturally wants to push away from. And if you close your eyes and listen quietly, there's a small, still voice in the back of your head on the right side where your head and your neck meet that's God talking to you he won't make you feel confused ashamed or afraid and so if you're listening to that voice and you feel complete, peaceful and contempt with the decision that is telling you then that is God But if you're trying to listen to a voice and you're confused, like, "Eh, well, I don't know. Mm, Maybe. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Nah. Yeah. Or one that scares you or makes you feel uncomfortable. That's not him either. But if you go back to that chocolate... And you say, well, I don't need it. Maybe next time. You can take a deep breath knowing that, now you really wanted it, but you can take a deep breath knowing that you will have it again someday. Versus choosing to take it and having that nagging feeling. Something something that's gonna bother you. Something that isn't going to make you feel good. Even though the chocolate pleases you for just a second. You're still going to have that nagging feeling. And I don't know if the chocolate is a good example for a lot of people. But there are so many serious decisions and so many serious choices to make. That... That this applies to. Because it applies to everything. So don't think just because I'm talking about chocolate. That each decision or choice is going to be a simple one. No. If you want to know better. Then you have to be quiet. Be still. And choose better. There is nothing or no shame. In taking a long time to answer a question. It's no shame in sitting there before you respond, thinking about what you need to say before you hurt someone's feelings just because you're mad or upset. It's always a choice. It's always a choice. It's always a choice. Always a choice. Well, it's four twenty-seven, and I'm at fifty-seven minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Um. Yeah, if you made it to the end of this, God bless you. I got what I needed to say out. Hopefully, you heard what you needed. You hold blah, blah, blah. Hopefully, you heard what you needed to hear. It's four twenty-seven. I don't know if all of these gonna be like late like this. But yeah, let that explain why why I'm a little yeah all over the place with how I'm speaking or anything. So I pray that whoever hears this hears the truth between my babbling not my babbling because I was speaking but here's the truth in my thoughts and it leads them closer to God because he loves us very much and if I could describe my relationship with him it's just as real as it is with a friend or a parent you just can't see him. However, you gotta have face.